Hey everybody, before we begin today's episode of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast, let me tell you about all the platforms you can find the podcast on. Not only can you find us on Anchor, but you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. All the links will be in the description of every episode. So let's get into this episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Tip of the Iceberg Wrestling Podcast for Wrestling Mutuality. Thanks to Peter McKinnon for that awesome intro. He does in his videos, and I've been practicing it. It's awesome and energetic to do that, and I like how he does in his videos. So I thought I'd do it in this one, see how it goes. So welcome to the Tip of the Iceberg Wrestling Podcast for Wrestling Meets Reality. Today's episode is going to be about everything that happened, well, what's important, rather, that happened on SmackDown live last night so we have a new smackdown women's champion in oscar and kofi kingston is going to wrestlemania yay i'm happy but also about the post wrestlemania plans and play possibly for the new day let's get started so before i begin it was announced just now that jojo and bray wyatt are expecting a child jojo put on her instagram some photos from a maternity shoot that she had so she followed the buzzards now on to smackdown live so oscar has lost her smackdown women's championship to charlotte flair going to wrestlemania here we are approaching the go home week of SmackDown and Raw for WrestleMania, and Oscar is now not the champion. So Monday and Tuesday were the go home episode. So everything that needs to be done needs to be done then. But being that we are this close, everyone is surprised that Oscar lost her title because it was just last minute. Basically, is what it felt like. And people are saying reports are saying that it's stemming. From um, uh, ESPN interview with all three of the women, Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte, and Becky made the comment that um, Ronda is the Raw Women's Champion, Becky won the Rumble, what does Charlotte have to bring to the table? That's a very good point. In this match, Charlotte is the third wheel. So, it seems that WWE creative is like, yeah, they're right, so let's put uh, the SmackDown title on her. Now that, with that being said, what does that leave Asuka? Um, Oscar's main roster tenure thus far has been very, very bad. Since called up, she was undefeated in NXT. She, um, lost to Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania last year via submission. And ever since, she's been up and down, start, stop pushing. That's basically how most WWE superstars are today. And... It's just bad. You saw my last episode. I can't remember what number it was. It might have been the last one. I can't remember. I've been so busy. But I just dogged on how poor NXT call-ups have been basically entirely since they started calling them up. Um, But Oscar's also part of that division where the call-up ruined their careers. And now that she... Had these up and down starts. She was teaming with Naomi. She got the SmackDown Women's Championship, and seemed like things were going in good a good direction. She beat Becky Lynch, the man clean, and then she fell off the face of the planet. And then last night she came up and ended up losing to Charlotte via submission. 
again the same exact way that she lost at WrestleMania last year. So to me, this is Derby giving up an Oscar. Like, oh, she had the title. She, she didn't do nothing, which is their fault, not hers. So they drop a title off of her. What's she going to do? There's two scenarios. First one, which is probably going to happen, which is sad, is she's going to be in the Bat Women's Battle Royal. She's going to be part of the World War Savage Moodle Battle Royal, but they changed it last minute because of the controversy last year. But they're doing the same Battle Royal, supposedly Mania this year, so she's going to be inserted into that most likely. Or the second option, which I hope they don't do, honestly, just because of where we're at now, is add her to the Chorth Match main event. While that match would be very good with her at, with her being added to it, we'll just, um, come Monday, we'll be a week away, or uh, six days away from WrestleMania. We're at the time period now where they should not be adding people to matches, making new matches. They should have, every, have everything in the stone, have everything good to go, have matches laid out, have plans in place, and they don't have many of them at all. It seems like WWE is now in panic mode. I don't know what the backstage atmosphere is or what's going on back there or anything, but it feels like, just from booking standpoints and what's being portrayed on television, is they're really panicking on booking WrestleMania now. And I had the thought, which I'll talk about on another video, was WWE no longer is worried about WrestleMania because in May, I think the first Saturday in May, um, they're doing the Saudi Arabia show, and they, I think they're getting paid for that more than they get paid for Mania. So what I'm guessing, which is an issue in itself, WWE no longer sees WrestleMania as a show of shows. And for the time being, anything in Saudi Arabia will be the show of shows. So I'm expecting Saudi Arabia to be basically built off of whatever happens at WrestleMania. So WrestleMania this year is going to be a catalyst to the Saudi Arabia um, show, so I see that, basically I see what happens in Mania, the fall is going to be in Saudi Arabia, so with the Saudi Arabia deal being gigantic and all that, I see WrestleMania as just basically being the second biggest show of the year, it was always a show of shows and then the other, but WWE's telling me, as for me here, they're telling me that the Saudi Arabia show Coming up in May is the best show that needs to be paid attention to. This is a vibe I'm getting. But off track, with the women's main event match, that is history breaking, yes. And there's also talk of women wrestling in Saudi Arabia. And honestly, in hindsight, wrestling in Saudi Arabia for a woman is way bigger than main event in WrestleMania at this moment because Saudi Arabia is not fond on women performing like that. So it seems everybody's pushing for Saudi Arabia to be more important than WrestleMania, which is crazy to think about. But as far as this issue with Oscar and Charlotte Flair goes, Oscar went, losing the title was so close to WrestleMania just shows how much WWE does not care about Oscar at all and how they're just trying to make the women's triple threat match that much more interesting, which they have failed to do because this triple threat match it was a match, the whole beginning, everybody's talking about how this is a feud that could book itself. It could write itself. And WWE just crapped all over it. You had Charlotte, excuse me, you had Becky attack Ronda in October before a Survivor Series. And that was like the hottest moment of the year, basically. And Becky was solidified as the man, one of the best over characters. And then she got injured with Anaya, and Sonora took a place. And that's that. 
they had Becky win the Rumble and all that. So the story could tell itself up to the Rumble. It was told very well, in my opinion. But after the Rumble, WWE decided to have basic brain aneurysms and just mess it up. They made it too complicated. They had Becky get arrested, Becky get suspended, Becky get injured, all that stuff. Then they had Charlotte Flair. Then they had um, the stupid beat the clock challenge Monday night that really just was a waste, I guess, just to fill the three hours because they had nothing planned. Now, if they have a stipulation that come that comes from that, then I'll be fine and understand that. But it seems as though it's just okay. We need probably three hours. Let's make a beat the clock, beat the clock, beat the clock challenge thing just to get by. So they did that, and Becky won. Just give her momentum. I guess it's just momentum for the match. They should, if they did something like bad momentum wise, they should do that this coming Monday, the Monday before WrestleMania. That's when it needs. To, now you're gonna have a whole week to cool off. And oh, Becky won. Cool. Now what? But this whole fuse has been trash. Not trash, but the booking from after Royal Rumble to now has been weird. And now you got Charlotte Flair going in there with the title. SmackDown Women's title. What's that prove? Okay, well, Charlotte's a champion. Ron's a champion. Becky's the um, Royal Rumble winner. So that makes Becky kind of the underdog. She has the least to gain. Like, she has the least credibility now. It's weird, and so this match itself is crazy, and it feels like Oscar was just sacrificed to the to the WrestleMania main event scene. Her um, title win at pay per view, I can't remember the name of it <laughs> at the moment, but that win was monumental. It was very good, but it seems like she was just a pawn in this main event match. So her losing the title is kind of upsetting to me. But now Shaw's like a seven or eight time champion, so she's like the has the most reigns or whatever that's supposed to be, but but she's made history in that apparently. So she goes into Romania with that stake and being the champion as well. Oscar was fed to the scene and now she's gonna be put back into obscurity where apparently she belongs to WWE Creative's eyes. So that was my opinion on the match. I know I kinda got kind of got sidetracked, so I'll summarize real quick. Oscar lost. I'm not fond of that. They've made this triple threat match at Mania, the main event of Mania, very hard to follow and just very um, confusing than it should have been because it should have itself. So that's just my thoughts on this. Let me know what you think in the comments. And let's go on to the next segment about Kofi Kingston going to Mania and what's to follow for the new day. See you then. So, Kofi Kingston is going to WrestleMania. Yay! Finally, we can rest easy. We can sleep better at night. Our dreams have come true. Yay! So, Kofi will be facing Daniel Bryan for his WWE Championship at WrestleMania. It's going to be a great match. Kofi is so good in the ring. Daniel Bryan's one of the best in the ring. His heel character is great. Kofi is basically just copy and paste Daniel Bryan from WrestleMania 30, but it's just fresh to see. It's awesome to see because rumors are Kofi will be winning the belt and, be and becoming your first full-fledged African-American world champion, which is going to be great. Kofi deserves that very well. He's been in the company for 11 years now. Been one of my favorite constant performers. His high-flying agility has been one like none other. It's just great to see him in this moment. But what this episode is about is going to be about what's to come post 
WrestleMania. I did a video back before the Nation Chamber. I think no, it was before the Rumble actually, where the New Day, Biggie and Xavier Woods was Biggie especially was a return on Kofi Kingston at the Rumble by costing him the Rumble. And some of the reports are coming up for Mania is the reports are rumors are circulating that Kofi Kingston is gonna win the WWE Championship at Mania and then Big E I'm assuming it's gonna be Big E is gonna attack Kofi, Kofi from behind and thus split up the new day. There's no word on if Xavier Woods will be part of the turn or become the middleman and uh, now they have to choose choose between sides. And all that, so that's remaining to be seen. But it's rumored that Big E will be turning on Kofi Kingston at Mania, just kind of the Seth Rollins approach. Kofi's been on Cloud Nine; he's been on top of the world because he won the title. And then Big E is going to turn on Kofi, thus turning heel and working for the McMahon's, which is interesting to see. And I'm hoping they don't do this at WrestleMania. Wait and do this on SmackDown. Wait till SmackDown. It will pay off better. Let Kofi have this WrestleMania moment of him becoming the first full-fledged African-American champion. Let him celebrate with the fans. Let, let him soak it in. He deserves that, I do believe. And on Tuesday, we have a a um, Kofi Kingston New Day champion celebration thing with Jiggy. And... That's when Big E attacks Kofi. They celebrate in the ring and they act all like New Day does. And towards the end of the um, segment, Big E will just pummel Kofi into the ground and just tear him apart. And this turn will be justified because on SmackDown last night, Big E and Xavier Woods fought in a tag team gauntlet match. Where they, if, if they won, Kofi will go to Mania. They won. And Kofi is going to Mania because of Big E and Xavier. And this will play into the heel turn by Big E and or possibly with Xavier. That's determined, like I said, to be seen. Big E says, tell... The story's going to be Big E's frustrated with Kofi because they had to do the job to get Kofi where, he, where he's at. That if, if it wasn't for Big E and Xavier Woods... Then Kofi would be nothing. And he'll probably end up turning on Xavier too, saying that if it wasn't for me, none of you would be nothing. Because Big E was very hot in the in the Gondor match last night. His hot tags were great. He's always been very powerful and energetic in the ring. He did most of the heavy lifting, no pun intended, since he's a bigger man in the Gondor match. So Big E has a lot of rights and justification to be upset with both Kofi and Xavier. Because Big E would be like, well, I deserve, he deserved the championship match, not Kofi. And that's kind of true. In hindsight, just because Kofi's an 11-year veteran, Big E has been the workhorse of the New Day for a little... That's the the story playing into it, basically. Big E's going to be jealous of Kofi and all that. So that's what I feel is going to happen. They're going to split the New Day eventually. And I believe this, last night, was the tip of the iceberg. Well, that's going to start. No pun intended because of the podcast. But... I see this being very, very good for SummerSlam, too. What I'm calling it now is SummerSlam is going to be Big E versus Kobe Kingston for the WWE Championship. And to make it even more interesting, I think they should make Xavier Woods the special guest referee. So, a lot of interesting things are going on with this. Um, I'm very excited to see Kobe Kingston in the WrestleMania picture. With the top title on SmackDown, he deserves to be in this main event scene very well. And I feel that this Big E possible heel turn will elevate Big E into the, into the main event scene as well. So the main event scene on SmackDown going into 
um, SummerSlam, especially since they're going to be on Fox in October, Big E's energetic style and his, he can be serious very easily. We've seen in recent weeks, and last night too, Big E can be very, very serious. So his style of wrestling, his character change might be coming. This will be very good to elevate him and be one of the key players on SmackDown when they move to Fox. So I'm very interested to see what's going to happen. I'm very excited to see Kofi versus Daniel Bryan at Mania and where they go from that. So let me know in the comments what you think about this, about Kofi being in the, main, in the WrestleMania match, about Big E possibly turning, how would you turn them if that's the case. What do you think about Charlotte being the new SmackDown Women's Champion and all that? Let me know in the comments below. Thanks for listening to the Tip of the Iceberg Wrestling Podcast. I'll see you in the next one.